0: To say about a podcast. And I said, what are you really? I said, last watching, I got a lot. to say okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I started asking you about a few stories. I'm like, okay, yeah, you do that. No, she's like, what are your top three C stories? I was like, all right, Anyway, cool. Anyways. So what are the parameters? What what What's your, what, what, what's our direction here? Oh, dude, <laughs> I don't have any direction with you, man. Let's just
1: let's just talk and see what happens. Okay, cool. I like it. I like it. Tales
0: from the bilge. Tales
1: from the bilge, baby. So So, like, how... How long now have you been a Caribbean seaboat captain?
0: Well, uh. It's been a couple of years now, right? It's. Yeah, yeah you know, you could say that, more or less. It's like, no, because I was in the Caribbean for shit. Right. 10 plus years in uh, the northern part of Panama.
1: Right. But you weren't, you weren't, uh, like, uh, you know, Taking ships out whenever you first went down there or anything, right? Like no kind of no, no way Nobody culture.
0: trust you with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, everybody's gonna be like, okay, here you go, here you go, country old boy. You got one tooth and wearing an overalls, go take this nice boat somewhere. <laughs> no, nah, man, you know, it, it all started really, man, same shit. I, I, I mean, fuck, where we are right now, we are at the lake house and surrounded by water, and this is where it all started. It was the love for the water. Mm hmm. Um, the ability to be supported in some aspect and uh, Yeah, man, and so I was down in the Caribbean for those 10 years and didn't start moving boats until later in my life and so recently i have you know, just spent some time at Using it to gain a monetary value to support something that I love using a passion to turn into um, a sense of support. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I mean of all
1: weird things for like I mean like as i've known you for so long so it fits your personality to have this b- bit of pirate-esque uh, uh, flair you know to uh, to you to you as a as an adult you know what i mean but um that's it's still fucking wild to think about like that like it's been like a decade of like who you are now has been like this caribbean culture
0: very much so um And, you know, talking about, you know, if it's past lives or something that you feel uh, incredibly connected to for an unexplained reason that has no hard data. You know, it's just just a truly, um, you know, like a biological response to something that has no tangible grasp on it. And it's like, I... For instance, when I listen to reggae music, when I listen to dancehall, when I listen to Roots Rock, I feel so connected to it, which is unexplainable, which goes back into why I feel so explained, uh, why I feel so, you know, meant to be on the water. It doesn't matter what the water is, and um, it's, I get it all the time to say, oh, you back from vacation on vacation? And I'm like... Don't kiss my ass. T- yeah, I'm them you that. I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm a, I get it from. I get it from you from the region, but I mean, come on, people can... You can you can make it and go there but um, right. um, using the water and somebody being from South Georgia and being from a tobacco and cotton farm first and foremost you know it's like I was raising pigs in 4h the last thing I was going to do is be a sailor right. <laughs> what 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 backwoods country boy have you heard being a sailor I mean um, well and not going into the Navy to accomplish it I think that's a big I think that's uh, you know that in a nutshell could wrap up this whole car con- this whole podcast. <laughs> You know. well good talking to you well, good talking to you. going to <laughs> us. yeah it's been fun but uh, the one country boy that didn't go into the Navy went to his own Navy <laughs> yeah
1: for sure <coughs> you were telling me uh, when I saw you a couple of days ago about um, some of the like the crazy uh, uh, rules that would uh that would happen like for instance if you're in distress and uh, like uh, somebody else steps on the boat like it's like no longer your boat
0: yes like, you, you know uh, don't let me cut you off or piggyback on you but you know there is salvage rights there is old world law that is still in place that would not necessarily work on a terra firma land-based situation but if you're on planet liquid you know, it's it's still going, man. You right. still get these, you know, salty dogs. You still get these um, unethical pursuits of happiness, and it's it's very interesting because you know, like you're saying, like you know, if if you're in distress and you call somebody for help and you say, "Hey, I'm in distress. I'm going down," I, you know, if it's either. Your vessel sinking, or there is uh, some other type of situation going on board. As soon as you relinquish your rights as a merchant mariner based in the U.S. Coast Guard um, program, you know you give up your ability to drive that vessel because now somebody steps on board and sends that footsteps over. It's no longer your vessel; then it is under his command. And you need to uh, abide by the rules and be compliant in whatever that states. And I'm not fully, fully exact on the compliancy rules, but it's things like that. Or for instance, you find a multi-million dollar vessel, or you find a two-dollar vessel, or hell, you find a bank floating that sea, <laughs> you know? Right. And you know what I mean? And nobody's there, you know, I and mean? nobody's on it. And you put a 90-day post in the paper. Never every closet that is your, that is your vessel. It might be a bank vessel, but who knows? You know that was a little far fetched, but uh, just to color the situation. I, yeah, I, th- a little
1: bit. I, I think uh, J. P. Morgan would definitely be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. Get, thank you, sir. Yeah. We got it." Yeah. Like, he's
0: like, "We got from here, you toothless fuck." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "You and know, your seat rules mean nothing out here. This is, yeah, but you know, it's lawless. It's, it's lawless. That's crazy
1: to think, though, that like." think about like um the infancy of like our our laws here common law like law of the land in america and then like the maritime laws like these laws are like centuries older than that exactly and to where like they're not even like capable of being challenged i guess for lack of a better term like i'm sure you can i I like that but you can't you can't
0: you can't can't. (laughs) there's just no way to knock down that door you know it's uh it's impenetrable to the aspect of being so ancient you know all people are strong, man. They may be slow and gray and all wrinkled up, but they're strong as hell.
1: Dude, I was reading this um, this article one time. Um, back uh, you know, when my uh, when my grandma was still alive and like her Alzheimer's started getting like worse and worse, and I was reading that it's it's not that in particular whenever like uh, with geriatrics like their their brain is like not able to process all this information because they're so slow what happens is your brain is actually able to process more and more data but there's only so much our minds can process at once it's kind of like a computer like if you overload and you use up all of your uh, all of your RAM you know then like you have to run on your uh, your actual memory like your ROM memory so it's like with old people they have so much um, going on at once but they can't process it, so that's why they get bogged down but like you said like they're still like unless they have like plaque on their brain or something like that they're as crafty as they were when they were in their 40s yeah i hope i'm there man i'll tell you what i i don't think i will be i think because mental decay seems to be a like my four grandparents only one of them did not have, like, bad mental problems.
0: But still, that's a 25% chance. <laughs> so you're shooting good, dude. I'm not willing to go on. You know, that's funny. You said something about my family, my lineage. I'm like, hell, I don't know. You know, you got, you know, that might be selective from what, <laughs> you know. I think my family might have the selective uh, approach to it. Like, yeah. you got selective hearing. No, you, you know, you don't. You know what? Yeah, I'm on the way out, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: damn so uh but like uh have you have you ever been like boarded before
0: uh attempted to like actual like pirates uh you know depends what pirates you're talking about are you
1: talking about i'm talking about uh, folks that wish to tell you what to do with your vessel yeah okay
0: you know well that's you know that's a good i think that's a good um topic to shine some light on because you know talking about salvage and the person that is the savior that is the actual saver you know it's like hell all my friends got towing endorsements what it takes capably as a mariner to save someone or a vessel in extreme conditions it's not a flat lake we ain't actually local YMCA you know we are out you know we're off coast man and or off coast or hell it could be it could really be anywhere to tell you the truth but when you've got mother nature, this invisible entity that we're chasing which is called wind that dictates everything Right um, and As a mariner you know you can be rocked around and most of the time when you're in distress the earth is in distress too and so it's, uh, it's a it's a it's a very loud conversation that happens between the mariner of the vessel and somebody coming to save you for instance as, as which is um, Seguing into be the modern day pirate because right. the modern day pirate is there for a monetary gain. Pirates, historically, coming from Holland, uh, you know, Britain, France, US, England, you know, I mean, it's like, it's like whatever it may be, people, you know, you have your profiteers, your buccaneers, and your straight up pirates. And coming from a government, uh, Sanctioned order That told you Say hey Gotta protect these waters Anybody that crosses this line Do what you gotta do To either apprehend Or You know Disengage Right And At that point People were like Man you know Like wearing all these Like Little like Real 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 nice gear dude You had like You know Like somebody Hand knitted your Like vest and shit And you like Look real good You got a cool hat you know, you look good on like a governmental like pirate vessel. Right. Those are square riggers or big tall ships that we see today. But then you had the people that were like, you know what, cuz, you know, man, I'm kinda over all this shit. I'm tired of brushing my teeth. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of I'm tired of wearing the same thing every day. You know, I get up and become they shit up pirates. You know, they they're like, you know what, I hell I can I can go out here and gather my own monetary gain, uh monetary, 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 thank you, monetary, monetary gain on uh, my actions. And hell, I wasn't making near as much as I was. I can go out and I can can do what I got to do, go back, feed my family, and do this, and wear whatever I want to wear, and brush my teeth when I want to brush my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big thing. And so, you know, pirates and having, going back to your question of somebody boarding your vessel and going back to this monetary gain in modern day pirates salvage vessels are what that is. You know, they go out um, and there's all these stipulations and tears of is it, is it messing up the environment? Are you leaking fuel? Are you leaking uh, non-natural substance into the environment that are going to mess up some type of ecological balance? Or were you actually compliant? Did you have all the right amount of safety gear yeah let's say was your vessel up to specs so exactly. exactly I mean you name it they'll get you for it right but for monetary I mean pirate wise yeah you're towers and things like that and salvage people but they're there to help you they are there to help you but there is some uh, like invisible like, like veil over what's actually happening you know and that's it but you know for me personally um, you know I've had several situations uh, Oh, you know, there's only one real one that sticks out in terms of somebody trying to board the vessel, but we stopped them before they boarded the vessel, and um, which is be also another type of pirate. Um, it was on the Pacific coast, which is the west coast of Panama, the Republic of Panama, and the far eastern side of that country butts up into Colombia. And so Panama actually used to be Colombia technically before it separated. And so a lot of people know the Pan American Highway, Highway 1, US 1, like the beautiful thing, you keeps on trucking. Right. Keep on fucking trucking, and you get past the border, you know, then you work your way in, but then it dead ends at Panama. You can't pass through Colombia because it is, you know, a World Heritage Site. It is the world's largest natural land bridge. It is where the fucking road stops because the shit's gnarly, cuz. It's like think about all the things mankind has gone through and what we've been able to build on top of and how we've been able to perspire but they're like no man we can't build a road through here it's too fucked (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like (laughs) you know what I'm saying like that's that's, that's like the serious
1: yeah they built they built perpendicular to that like like what well, like a couple hundred miles inland you got the canal that's right what i'm there, saying right. exactly
0: <laughs> so you would rather cut through the mountain range and dig holes and send <laughs> ships through it then they like nah man we ain't gonna build this little tube path
1: dude there was this um uh, this uh channel i like it's a conspiracy uh youtuber called a uh, space busters they do a lot of stuff but. I like the uh, I like the, kind of like the old world stuff and stuff that has to do with cartography and maps and okay. I just nerd out on but they're um these maps before the um, I want to say it was 1601 maybe 1701 but right around the, up to the renaissance era uh, it used to show in Central America, you know, further up than uh, Panama, but uh, in Nicaragua, Lake Nicaragua had rivers connecting yep, yep, yep. from the, the Gulf of Mexico and the Caribbean Makes into sense. the into the Pacific. Makes sense. And, uh, you know, especially like uh, they started tying in arguments that really perplexed me about some of the canals they used um, in... Uh, I think it's mostly in Canada, St. Lawrence canals, where the St. Lawrence r- River cuts through, and also the Panama Canal, and they talk about the efficiency of how quickly they seem to build these canals at a time when, like, supplies were not, like, technologically, like, that advanced mm-hmm. or anything, and it seems kind of more likely that what they did, they found where old canal systems were for some sort of seismic,
0: cataclysm. I can dig that. I yeah. can dig that, but that, see, that's, you know, that's really applying yourself as a human being, you know, having choice paralysis. You know, you have so many choices, you don't do shit. Right. Or you see what's already existing, and what's already working. It's not, you know, you're not remaking the wheel here. It's no, not, no. Well, that, I think that, that's cool. I can dig that shit. Help yeah. Me. Well, I think it's like, uh,
1: you know, to uh, creative folks, like uh, we could possibly agree that there is really no original idea. What you do, you take two or more older ideas and you start to make an amalgamation of a new idea from something that already a hundred, exists. A hundo man,
0: a hundo You don't know where you're going unless you know where you came from. Yeah. And if you don't know where you came from, then who the hell are you? Yeah. You know, you're Which gonna fuck? be in limbo for too damn long.
1: Alright, Which I, I think is interesting what you were talking about, as far as like this um, like this innate drive that you have in yourself. Whenever you find purpose, like I do believe purpose is abundant on Earth. However, not everybody has the same purpose, but like. And that's not to say you have only one purpose either. But like, when you find something purposeful, and like you like it connects with you. And in particular, like you said, with you being like around the water, and there's something to I think the country life because the country life seems to be like one rural life I should say seems to be one of the few places that the the true uh, ideological stance of republicanism seems to actually exist where it's like hey this is communal living. Communal policing, like, but like, if we want to enact stuff, we're all gonna our small little community is gonna vote on it, and we're gonna let everybody keep to themselves on their own land, um, which doesn't happen like once you start bringing in more and more people. But like, when you get out and around like water and everything like that, like I mean, like I get, that. I would be fucking terrified personally, like, like being out like on the water every day. Like, I feel myself more connected with like the Tear earth firming. yeah yeah exactly but um that's it's so interesting to me man yeah, yeah. like i find um the 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 older i get and the uh the more connected with truth and with earth and with you know everything that is ancestral about us you know what i truth. mean like truth I, I i find that calling to me more and more than what i see a lot of Folks that get sort of—they're still in the Disney life, like they're and like even like not even just figuratively, but literally, like they'll subscribe to like Disney Plus to keep all of the shows like constant. Like, <laughs> like
0: hey, you seen that remake? Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and like, like it's—it's it's cool if like that's what you're saying, but like with with me, it's like I would rather take purpose. And like take my time away where like I have freedom to choose with what to do with this time. Like I don't always have that opportunity, you know. So when I do You telling me, bro, I get <laughs> it, man. Hey dude,
0: time time's funny. <laughs> it's a bitch, man. Time time is an illusion, but the clocks <laughs> are real. The hey, clocks hey. are fucking real. I don't dude. Know, hey dude, I was just watching Interstellar though, watching Matt Damon's badass not Matt Bad Damon. Oh I'm sorry. Matt McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. I, I haven't seen Interstellar. Oh my! Uh, what? I haven't seen Con- it, dude. What? I tapped out from movies. Okay, okay, like, okay. About okay, a okay, okay. Ago. Constructs of time. <laughs> Just watch it, man. It's good. But you know, I like Christopher Nolan films, though. Yeah, uh, he's pretty good. He's good too. I like that guy. Not, not really a sense of humor with him,
1: you know, yeah. like <laughs> at all, you know. You ever like listen to a band that like they're amazing musicians? But, like, the whole record is just so pretentious and full yeah, of itself.
0: It's tough out there, man. It's tough in the street for all that stuff, man. You know, tough out being tough in the street. Hell, I just got back off a boat for 10 months at sea. I can honestly say I slept on land one night in a on a couch, way in a bed. It was on a fucking couch. I have all times of shoes. I'm saying this out loud now and I'm like realizing, damn, you should play a card better. <laughs> 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 but, hey, what I'm saying though is being tough in the streets, that comment and that term, where it comes from, it's like, it is a luxury to be at sea. But it is self sacrificing to be at sea at the same time. Because you sacrifice, like, yeah. your connection is with your daily lives of loved ones, people, friends. Hell, I was going to come back, hell, there's a, there's a new section at Walmart, there's a new <laughs> pop- yeah, there's a dog general does popped up, you name it. There was a, a disease a, while you were A whole damn gone. disease. And you know, and, uh, you know this, this whole thing can go a lot of ways, but it's been um, uh, challenging nonetheless to come back to population. And when you think about what's overpopulated, and not in the sense of actual humans but when people interject and stop your normal thought process because of somebody's proximity to yourself and so you go into a gas station and there's ten people in there and you you see this person in this background this person this background, and so much visual input to where they are intrusively coming into your 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 vibe and your feeling and stuff but not intentionally and just by proximity just alone. by proximity just, just from just being a human and living on the land you know and i'm not trying to like raise the flag of like being at sea a lot better but it's hard to be at sea it's hard to sleep it's hard to live i mean you were it was raw it was raw living people go what did you do the past 10 months i said i've been living at sea what the you've been doing you know it's like and it's not to be cocky like that but Coming back on land's even harder than living at sea. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. People don't realize, like you're dealing with huge waves and like dying. You, death is on. Oh, your, dude, like I said, it's I would be. There. terrified. I know, terrified. But, I know, but Colt, but damn, coming back to the states and coming back landside around people. Well, you sorry. see how people are on their own islands. They're on their own personal island and how they set up these mental walls and certain things and like. Um, if it wasn't for the people that inspire us, or you know, we find close to our heart, to keep us moving. I mean, shit, what the fuck would you do? In all honesty, yeah. It's like, what was, What
1: do you think was the biggest shock to you, like uh, uh, from returning?
0: No peace of mind. Like the noise. Not even the noise, just no I mean, peace of I mind. Mean, like no, I mean, figurative noise. Not uh, yeah, yeah, the noise. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. No peace of mind. the aspect of you've got so many more responsibilities of when you're in this society-built kind of system of where you've got your. Make sure your, your, your truck or your car goes from point A or your bicycle or your damn skateboard. Those skateboards got little pieces that hold the wheels on. <laughs> right. no, those cars got bigger pieces that hold those wheels on. And, you know, then you got to make sure you're le- just how electric, I mean, there's just so many more components and variables to the equation of living on land than there is ever living on sea. And the sea is, uh, you're in a battle. You got be in a perpetual marathon of wrestling and finding and putting order to chaos in these moments of calm because it's an extremity it's either really so good you're like oh there's a rainbow and a sea turtle <laughs> holy <laughs> shit and sun's gone my damn the bikinis we've got Margaret oh my god you know <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god bad we're gonna die shit's going everywhere shit- murder stop anchor quill <laughs> fuck you know it's it's, it's extremity but coming back, come back to land and seeing how uh the patience of people. I'm very um, taken back by how much patience people have. And like a lot of people say, I'm not patient, but you're very patient. Because when you're sitting at the line at Chick-fil-A, <laughs> and it ain't going nowhere, <laughs> let me tell you about some patience. Let tell you what, dude.
1: <laughs> I never had the urge to kill before. <laughs>
0: yeah. Until that one time. <sighs> anyways
1: but no that's, truth be told that's, that's why they closed it on Sundays <laughs> it had nothing to do with the Lord
0: <laughs> that's right it had to had do it. with the impatient customer
1: there was an incident <laughs> a long time ago he chick laid the employees wide open it was awful it was
0: awful and, and that's why the <laughs> number 5 is what the con number 5 is 8 pack uh shit dude but that's probably the toughest part. Society coming back. Yeah. Well, with
1: uh, I was gonna ask a second ago. Uh, what do you think were the biggest uh, uh, swells that you would like encounter? Is that what they're called? Like
0: yes, yeah, right. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't say uh, not uh, biggest swell personally I've encountered crossing the Atlantic to a boat from Antigua from Antigua, which is pretty much middle of the Caribbean chain, in then Tilly's. Went straight north, came on the eastern side of the Bahamas, started cutting farther east, like about 60 miles south of Bermuda, and then headed across, across the entire Atlantic Ocean. And granted, I was on a big 130 foot vessel, which is an old wooden sailboat, Two masts, no fiberglass what? on it, pure fucking class, and integrity and strength. When we got out, and it took me 38 days to get across the whole Atlantic, but right oh, from, from whenever you turn south of Bermuda, yeah, yeah, 38 days later, and in between those 38 days is where we hit the biggest storm that that captain had seen in his 20-something years, in his experience. And to say that, one year at sea, technically by U.S. Coast Guard and maritime law, Three hours at sea, equivalent to one day, but uh, for real, twenty years at sea, you have seen so much and done so, and survived so many times that when you ha- can honestly say you've seen the biggest seas and storms of your entire career in this, and this is my first time on fucking sailboat, like, <laughs> and, and uh, I was in it. I mean, I was in it, but uh, straight up, man, if you can imagine, a hundred and thirty plus vessel going up the face of a wave not to say this wave was 130 foot but it was close to you know anywhere from 50 to 80 foot fucking faces that's gigantic man holy shit i mean going up to the point to where you get so high on the wave that it's um people don't understand about i don't say understand people just don't talk about the and concept of inertia in density in wave structure because you're not a geek and you're not some oceanographic like
1: (laughs) when you're describing that in my mind I'm thinking about the tilt and how the density of like the air would like what the point would be to where the density of the boat and the ocean would be like
0: sorry there's too much like you're too much in the air that's exactly what it is it's it's pretty much yeah that's exactly what it is so like the way to talk about it too is like you know so if you jump into uh, a waterfall or a small cascade like, you've got all this aeration, and all this density, and, like, trying to swim in it, the, the water's actually thinner, so you sink more. So you come up with these big-ass fucking waves, and you get to the top, and you say, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. And, but, the most ironic, hypnotizing thing was, that the top of these waves, the color, and, like, the opacity would change, and it kind of top and became these, like, the most glorious glowing blue like igloo liquid water tops at the top. It was beautiful. And you go up top but it had nothing there and you just rock and shake and you come to no, the other side. Um but during those waves, you know, it was five days and we lost sight of horizon. And Holy shit. And um you know two of those days were no storm. It was the wind was still there and the seas were still there. But you know I couldn't see the horizon still mm-mm at all. We had a navy destroyer call in and check us, and we were probably about 100 something miles off the coast of Africa at this point in time. And not actually, at the back. No, that's the wrong reading. We were dead middle, and I mean, we're pretty far from anything. Actually, that's my brain going back. I'm into. Trying to think,
1: the first thing I guess you encounter would be the Canaries from exactly. What? Like that, Dude,
0: yeah, you know, that got a funny little. little told you, I like maps, man. <laughs> no, no, and I said there's, there's the Azores and then there's Canaries. So the Canaries are farther southeast. The Azores Islands are part of Portugal, which we came into because we had a higher trajectory, you know, um, of where we wanted to go because we were trying to go into the Gibraltar Straits. Gotcha. And uh, when we came into I mean, like, oh, like you know, we had a wave hit side of the boat and cracked the gunnel. The gunnel, so you have your deck. And then you've got the side walls that go up to your railing. It's called a gong. Wave hits a hard cracked gum. Boom! Another wave hit. <clears throat> hit what we call a butterfly hatch, which is this cathedral esque hatch that goes in the center of your boat, which is midship. And you hike it up and it allows light to go into the saloon, and it's beautiful. Another wave hit. <clears throat> Broke the fucking bronze hatch straight off. So now you just have an opening. Yeah. And just one, it was actually more like one. One door, like went, like hatch, like boom, slam up and down. And it's got wrought iron on top of it, basically, or bronze, in this case, because it's clean as a clean-ass boat. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and it shatters and stuff. And then they keep going, and there's another wave hit. And then I'm in, you know, in the front, what we call the four-peak, a.k.a. the organ lifter. Because when you're in high C, it literally levitates your body out of your bed and slams you back down, and you feel your organs come up if your body doesn't. Your organs will jump before your body does. And coming down, and I slam open the door, and I see Pedro. Pedro's from like Mallorca, which is right there in Spain. And alarms going off, the water's come through, and now it's like completely blown open the oven door because the exhaust water comes out of it. And I'm looking at this down this hallway of this floating Ralph Lauren commercial, (laughs) and and I see Pedro going. Like going backwards on his chair, hopping, <laughs> trying to put on his foul weather gear, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "We're fucked." Anyways, come up top. We're driving. Another wave hits and rips off the secondary life raft, which is called you. Know, you, you dog it down, You're dogging it down, and securing it with some type of fastener. You dog it down. It ripped the dog straight up the damn ground. Boom. And it's going around. Boom, boom, boom. But um. Yeah, that was the highest, the highest seas and serious shit. That was it. Most story short, we made it out, met it to our location in France. Um, after, you know, pushing through the Gibraltar Strait in the middle of the night. You're not supposed to be under sail, but we went under sail because we were, the wind was blowing. Shit was fucking crazy. We got ourselves already up. We're not fucking dropping our stuff. Right. And we're coming through, and Gibraltar, the rock of Gibraltar, is actually covered in crazy monkeys that you can hear. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then Yeah. Well, and to your right, it's like, my, it's fucking Morocco how big is the uh, the 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 most narrow strait? you know I come up it's four o'clock in the morning to pop my head up the hatch come up look around they're like we're in Africa <laughs> and I'm like what I'm like want to see Africa bro this is tight um and uh I mean it's about as wide as a lake here about half a mile
1: it's pretty narrow like for like like where like the rock of gibraltar is situated at you know yeah. right where europe and africa kiss yes right with the yes Atlantic. but the
0: thing too you're going through under sail and there's all these moroccan fishing vessels with no navigational lights. so you hear ah, 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 and you're like oh my god god, oh that god. no no <laughs> no but yeah those are probably the highest seas i've seen out
1: there there was um this uh the same channel uh i mentioned before they um we're talking about um, like uh, rumors of Atlantis and um, uh, how much of the myth would actually still be true. So yeah. I'm still tying in like before whatever this cataclysm was that mm-hmm. would have made so Lake Nicaragua is now isolated and yet there's sea creatures inside of it.
0: I don't know anything really about that. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. I
0: can tell that. Yeah. Yeah. Tar- I mean, tarpon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The largest tarpon in the world come out of there. Yeah. Yeah. And like they're like not supposed to. Like how? How is it that it's isolated? It. it Yeah. But um, hmm. that right there uh, at Gibraltar, if you were to go, um, what was that due west from there? That and you can look it up on Google Maps uh, as far as the topography in the Atlantic right there. Mm-hmm. That you can see that there's a landmass which is not too far
0: below the ocean surface. <laughs> But right in the middle of the Atlantic. Really? Yeah. You know, initially when you said due west, I thought your fucking navigation was off. But you're, when you said the Atlantic, I said, okay, he's gotten knows his berries. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, you know, with, with that being said, culture it's like, I'm, it's hard for me to read anything about Atlantis. Because I truly believe there are more Atlantises than that we can even keep up with and I think that there are so many civilizations there's so many unaccounted for communities and things like that that are on coastal regions that have been submerged and that's all there is to it Yeah, just going back to Panama Canal you can go down to the Panama Canal Lake Gatun G-A-T-U-N Gatun and imagine T-U-N Gatun Anyways, mm-hmm. um, and when they flooded that, it's our old, old, old forest. You know, it's, it's like old trees, and you can still find railroads with engines on them. You can still find small no towns completely submerged. So if you're a scuba diver, it'd be one thing. But you know, I haven't seen those with my own eyes. Right. But the things I've heard through the multiple times of living in Panama for ten years, and what's going around it, and it's like. You know, going back to Atlantis and things like that, there are a lot of submerged things on planet Earth. People submerge things when they want to be forgotten about or things move on, or there's a natural disaster. But in life, things are submerged. And, and people focus so much on Atlantis, but I think, <laughs> I mean, I can recall briefly a couple of years ago, just going through, they found some other satellite imagery-based lot. Uh, lidar yeah lidar scanning of uh, something just off the coast of like I was like Costa Rica or some shit yeah they uh, found like underwater they're,
1: pyramids they're, in, they're, in yeah, the Caribbean
0: yeah but they're fucking everywhere I mean, yeah shit's, shit you, dude I got an old beer bottle from about 10 years ago off my dock right now <laughs> if you scan it you can find it, you know what I mean like shit's yeah. down there dude you know it's, yeah. like, it's like that's what it is
1: I I think that um the idea of like Atlantis isn't like like oh it's this lost kingdom. What I think it was it was like the um, it, I mean it may have been like like a landmass out in the Atlantic, but what I think it was was that the Earth was different probably not that long ago, just a couple centuries ago. I can agree with that. And then like if like it, so. if you even look at like the um, like off of like uh, coasts in America and like I don't just mean the states, I mean like all of the Americas. Like it's about. What like eight or ten miles out, and then the continental shelf drops. Touche. You know what I mean? So, I, I, I so I'll like, things about if that. if there were um, something like uh, report like railways and railroads in like in uh, uh, Gatun, mm-hmm. then it would tie in with uh, other anomalies within the um, uh, early nineteenth century, right? So um, same time. And um, expansion. It was 1812 and 1811, at the end of 1811, December through February, from 1811 to 1812, a town in, um, I want to say it's Tennessee, maybe Kentucky, but it's called New Madrid. It's right on the Mississippi River. They had six earthquakes that were magnitude five or higher. Now, this is in the middle, in, in eight weeks, mind you, six of them in the middle of the continental shelf, in the middle of the like, tectonic plate, that's not where earthquakes happen. Earthquakes happen at the edge where the, the tectonic plates meet, you know what I mean? I feel So, the reports, Grant, all they had, they didn't have you know, YouTube or you know, CNN back then, but yeah. like, as far as like the written reports, they talk about that the seismic activity was so high that the force and the river became one due to soil liquefaction, where it was just all one texture and the river started running backwards and like soil liquefaction happens with like high seismic activity or like where you have um a lot of air underneath uh, uncompacted soil right well the air rises up drastically say if there's like an explosion or too something shame. no just yeah so what what it happens due to density right because now earth is the same density as Liquid. Well, the only way we float in liquid is because we have air sacs in our chest. Cold lungs. Yeah. So weird, dude. Yeah. So, so weird. That's like you would have cities, civilizations, like it's like a mudslide or a landslide, but like different. It's like, like you said, like the earth itself in chaos or in turmoil Mm -hmm. in this minute. So like, imagine if something that big in the period of like eight weeks, they had these six seismic activities that are registered in the middle of of the tectonic plate. What do you think was happening on the edges? Like it was popping off. Ex- like that's what makes sense to me. So like Atlantis may not be like this Is hidden they, kingdom. It's like hey,
0: that's why they got the term living on the edge, cause <laughs> when you live on it, everything goes off on the edge, dude. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean. I mean, shit. It's like that. Living on the edge is tough.
1: But it's, it's it's wild to like think about like that like like back then like the only way that like communities kept up with it was like oral tradition, right? Well, oh, dude, I you
0: know I don't mean to interrupt you, man, but it's like you know, that's one of my biggest tips mm. about humans today. It's like I want to go on some like old man rant right now. now go ahead. Yeah, we, but,
1: got, we got we got we got oodles time. We're only we're only forty minutes in, bro. Oh, we're, uh, we're, we're good. Okay,
0: that's good. That's good. Well, it, it's my thing is, you know what? I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I spaced out. Talking about a uh, uh, oral tradition. Okay, go come back. Okay, revert her back in. Oral tradition. Motherfucker, don't like to tell a story. They want to tell a story. They want to tell it on the damn cell phone. I get it. Cell phone communication is where we're at. Is how we have to combat and keep up with compl- Like and keep up with how communication is being held. But in general, people lack social skills. Nobody actually has social skills and has the ability to talk to somebody and push through those awkward barriers of having close to close verbal combat
1: no like there's there is something um i've talked about this before i forget with whom but i was like you know there's there's literally magic in our words like one thing that separates us from beasts is that we have language so like while other animals that like they can communicate and they have like kind of like like a language on a pheromonal and like sometimes an auditory level that they don't have the complexity of language that that we have you know so like there's how we're supposed to communicate like isn't and ideas is not through fucking facebook like you're not really going to change anybody's mind by getting into arguments with people on facebook through rhetoric like you're not like that that used to be a place where people would, like, share pictures of pets and food and, like, their vacations.
0: I never even thought about it in the actual incremental, like, stage of, like, evolution of, like, hey, look what I have, this is what I'm doing, this is going on, and then to, like, internal...
1: Let me dialogue. tell you why Joe Biden or Trump is a Nazi. Like, uh, and then, like, they'll go into this tirade and, like, it generates all this, like, it's just negative rhetoric where, like, I think it encourages... Um, A divide in some sort of way that is not genuine because a lot of these folks, not to digress too far, but a lot of these folks, like you said, if you're you're just to sit them down in a room and have them talk to one another, there's a good chance that they're not going to spend 45 minutes just screaming filth at each other back and forth. No. No, 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 no. No. But there's no... It's not how like we tell stories anymore. Like you're you're supposed to be able to do that. You're supposed to be
0: able to orate to be whimsical, enthusiastic, and understand your narrative and know where the inflections need to be and where the focus needs to be in the tradition of carrying on somebody's legacy as opposed to writing it on the internet. I get it. I don't, I don't want to sound anti-internet or like writer thing, but, but burn like burn it all down, burn it all down, live on the sea and never come back. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what it sound like. But uh, you know, it's um, storytelling has just taken a new turn, and this and this, this evolved itself. Like, storytelling has the right to evolve too not just my personal <laughs> fucking views on it but like you know everything evolves and it is evolving sometimes it's a little it's a little little challenging for somebody to evolve with something um but uh yeah storytelling is important man I, find, I mean that's who we that's why we are who we are that's why we have evolved into podcasts this is why people this is why people read storytelling you yeah. gotta convey the information
1: yeah i think that um you know i've seen just like some like old friends in the past like few years and i'll go to like interact with them and they're still like plugged in the whole time like they're on their phone the whole time or like they're watching like netflix the whole time that not do good no it's like it's like hey man you know you got like genuine human interaction going on right like like, this is the rarity, you know? Like, your phone is going to be there tomorrow, but... Is it,
0: though? <laughs> <laughs> I'll play devil's <laughs> up here right now. No, I... I've,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I'm listening. It's just... This is really important. There's a recipe my grandma had posted on here, and BuzzFeed was talking about it, and... Uh, sure. Thanks. That's right. And, uh, you know, I just... Uh, you know, I really wanted to... Uh, to see if it's the same one my grandma had because her lasagna was whew. like Mm. she put artichoke in it as well and
0: you know let's only take a moment or two you ain't got artichoke you ain't got love that's what they say in castorville artichoke capital of the world if you don't have artichoke you don't have love I just made that up but I would assume (laughs) I I would would assume that that was a food thing (laughs) if you're artichoke capital of the world you would actually <laughs> you would actually maybe have i mean that's like people in watsonville california they got strawberry capital of the world talk about capitals of the world i didn't know that hey, you get a strawberry tattooed above your eye you're from watsonville son <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is real talk what do you
1: what do you think the south georgia equivalent of that would be Oof. you know
0: it, oh, it, like, that's a good that's a great question Because it wouldn't be the peach, because that's all of Georgia. No, 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 no. no, no. And that's a misconception for Georgians. Georgians, y'all need to listen the fuck up (laughs) and check your facts. Because we're about three or fourth in the ranking of North America, a little 48 for peach cultivation. And So I'm pretty sure it's, like, we're third. I think it's California... South Carolina than us. Oh wow! Yes. So put that in your pipe and smoke That's it. Break, and if,
1: That's breaking news. Cause yeah, like yeah,
0: if y'all want to say something about it, send me up. I'll give you my text. <laughs> you know, you can just write, You can tell me what you think. But <laughs> but ah, oh, see, I got sidetracked again. But the uh, yeah, the tattoo like like oh, tattoo. That's right, that's right, tattoo. It would either have to be because uh, no, I'm gonna go. St- Hard Browning logo <laughs> <laughs> It's going to to be a hard Browning logo <laughs> emblem Or Chevy Sorry for all you Ford lovers out there I think the, I think the Browning one's a pretty good Browning, one. Browning <laughs> one's
1: pretty good Because it's so esoteric It you is it, Yeah um, I was with I was with a uh, a woman once and uh, she you took had a brown her, tattoo on her butt. She, no, no, on her tit. She, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she took her bra off and right there, <laughs> just on one
0: titty, <laughs> she had a brownie tattoo. I was like, huh. hey, she should get two of them, like one like like flip like in reverse, they're like looking at each other.
1: I'm I like, mentioned
0: <laughs> I had mentioned something about the symmetry. I was like, have you ever thought about like getting another one on the you know the other boob? Uh, dude, I'm a big thing about symmetry. You know, I don't like I don't like. The asymmetrical shit. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's like is, it asym- is it asymmetrical.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are gonna do as- asymmetry like that, you know what I mean. Like then you should like fully develop like like one <laughs> side. side. You <laughs> yeah, know yeah, what I mean. embellished.
0: Yeah, yeah. We need a narrative here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like. Yeah, I like I like symmetrical like tattoos, especially right there on the tits. Like that's a beautiful place. Like yeah. not to be too chauvinistic, but like as far as a woman's like aesthetics, like
0: tattoos, right there. See, I'm, like, I'm weird about the whole sternum piece. i um, i I like I like an uncolored color book. Does that sound creepy? The voice The voice sounded creepy. Yeah, it's good. I try I try to I try to embellish that a lot there. But, you know, uh, tattoos are interesting. Going back into, you know, if I can do a backflip back into where Caribbean lifestyle, I uh, worked on a project called Tropical Stick and Poke, and it focused on the indigenous original OG um, right. leaseholders ding,
1: ding, 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 ding.
0: of uh, Colombia and Panama called the Cunyala, and it was called Tropical Stick and Poke. Tropical Stick and Poke you know, focused on their Western imagery. Stick and poke tattoos, but also they were spear fishermen who made their own vessels, who made their own spears, and used bugs, bunnies, and weed leaves and the bizarre uh, appropriations of tribal. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, we're on the seas. <laughs> yeah, it's tough on land. <laughs> um, but, you know, going in and seeing how they use it. And, you know, they measured their... Who was the most badass dude? And brazos like, how many how many arms do you have? How many arms can you go down under the water? And turned their uh, photographs of their imagery of their body into vector images, and then put their vector images into uh, a catalog to where they could keep on going with repeat patterns, but had some type of um, different association with that time frame, you know, and. Traditionally, they would do these patterns of fabric every year for uh, the women to wear traditionally, and that represented certain years So they'd it annually, and they sent it all the way off to London and come back. Um, but, and my hopes was then to give them new imagery that was actually from them. Right. And, uh, but tropical stick poke from tattoos to uh, physical telas, what's the word in English, fabrics um, that you wear, and, you know, it derived from pre Columbian origin of having body imagery like tattoos we're talking about and then that developed into more a textile that you could wear it had the same imagery Hmm. and that imagery developed into so that was monetary that you could sell to very fortunate white folk that were coming from the Caribbean, <laughs> you, know, and, you know, and that's it. And it's you know, like you know, you pick and choose your battles, but you know, you got to know your audience. You got to right. know your audience. Have you uh, have you had any uh, stick and poke tattoos? I've had a lot of stick and poke tattoos. Oh, that's cool. One of the one of the, one the craziest ones is the high five, right? The High there? five is a white hand and black hand high five and um, as you know, black people are black, and there's a lot of black ink in it. And, uh... Held up pretty well. And I went through about four or five sessions to plug that in. Won't do it again, but... All right, shit. Yeah. That's about it, man.
1: I'd want to, uh... I haven't uh, haven't got one. I'd want to get one. Like, just to, like, have Mm -hmm. the experience and the rite of passage of a stick-and-poke tattoo. Yeah. Would not be fun. Like, I... I don't... It's one thing I don't get... Maybe it's just because I'm not a masochist, but, like, um... I'll, uh you know some people they'll get
0: um um hang on Uh, he called me too i'm sorry i didn't answer i feel real bad about not answering your phone hi hi there michael price you're on the podcast what's up hello michael price you're live on the podcast uh do you have any respondents Okay, uh, Colter, let's call him from a second device here and see if he answers. All right, here's here's take two, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see if he answers. My phone doesn't want to get a speaker. I did buy this phone from a Caribbean back alleyway behind a Boost Mobile. That wasn't technically a Boost Mobile. It's spelled, it's spelled with like the umlaut it's
1: got like like boost yes this is boost mode.
0: you don't sound like you're from around here yes i am, uh, I am uh, legit hey. caribbean uh michael nope sorry ladies and gentlemen let's get back to the podcast here we'll leave michael on <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but not the one like the uh. Act like
1: like a, like oh yeah man like uh, the more tattooed I get man the less painful it is I'm like you're of your fucking mind. This shit hurts
0: more and more. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> you know, like it's supposed to suck though. You man, know, man, I don't mean to interrupt you, man. There's a lot of wind blowing, and I've got this trainer kite, and I've been trying to fly for a while. I think we should go try to fly.
1: Fly a kite. Let's give it. Let's give it a few more. We gotta go at least an hour. That's so, fun. Gotta, How much we got now? Yeah, uh, we'll go go like ten more minutes or so. That's it. So, Oh, I mean, we can we can keep going, by saying like we want to have at least like an hour. No, that's
0: fine by me. That's fine me. I'm just looking over your shoulder and I'm seeing this wind blowing the sailor in me. The, <laughs> sa- the sailor in yeah. me wants to go fly something, dude. I want to feel some resistance. I want to catch that invisible entity. You know, for the folks out there that, that haven't gone out sailing, let me tell you what. It's a good way to freak out, but also calm whatever's inside of you. Um, you know, the sailors are intriguing because you know they're the closest things that they've ever, you know, resembled to astronauts. Astronauts, you know, you never had so much space above you, and you've never had so much space below you in a vessel that's a quarter of an inch to half an inch thick that keeps you from the elements that will destroy your life and end your life at that marathon.
1: Uh, I have much more respect for people that go out on the ocean alone than I do for NASA. Astronauts, sir. Yes, I I think the astronauts are a. Uh, it, it's it's like the secret club, right? Like you have to pass all this tests to be able to qualify as an astronaut. That is both within the military and NASA guidelines, right? All right. So like with me, mm. to me, I'm just like, well, that's like CIA like stuff. That's like you know deep intelligence like like type of like role that you would have to achieve to get there. So I don't think that like anybody can become an astronaut i think you have to be chosen however not anybody can become a captain either or be a sailor either but nature chooses that you know what i mean
0: touche like so like ain't that damn that's bizarre i like that
1: but it's 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 a world of difference between and that's not to discourage you know like folks that like work for nasa or the military or anything like like job's a job and NASA does a lot of stuff that isn't about the space uh, race or anything, but to me, like, the astronauts, nah, man, like, they're, they're all actors, in my opinion. Um, folks that are out on the water, though, you can't fake that shit. Like, you can't fake, like, sailing from one point to another. You know what I mean? No, you
0: know, and... Um, and they'll
1: let you. Like, like you, you, you don't really have to... Do too much. You can you even, know, like, crazy. you can just, if you know how to take a boat and steal it, you could steal a boat and just sail off on the horizon and <laughs> go. You can't do that with a
0: rocket. You can't just hop in a rocket and just blast up. <laughs> All right, good point, good point, good point. Solid, solid, solid. I'm not saying it's a wise idea. I'm just saying it's it, an idea. Yeah, it's not, yeah. You know, but, like, check like, should Interstellar. Like, you know, it's, like, some of the world's most solo yachtsmen. That fucking seller around the world can't swim. That's wild.
1: Why would- why?
0: How <laughs> bonkers is that? You know, it's like, what has to be wrong in your chemical structure? and your dinosaur that tweaks your brain enough to go, you know what? I want to put myself so close to the inevitable <laughs> and see if I can't make it my bitch. For at least one could run, you know, like, and you never say that, you never tell Mother Nature, you make her a bitch, you never say that, that's, no, no, every day, you throw something overboard for Poseidon, slash Neptune, he's the same motherfucker, mm-hmm. and give him a little offering, say, hey guys, I'm going along my way, it's good seeing you
1: today. I tend to, not to get too metaphysical, I tend to realize that uh, the gods like it when you give up something.
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah, hell yeah. It could
1: be a chicken nugget. could be an old <laughs> piece of crap. It, it could be even, like, your time. Like, your body also likes to, Ooh, like, like, have, yeah. like, stress on it. You know, it doesn't want to just, like, lay in bed all fucking day.
0: He called me again. Did he? he did. We're going to try one more What's
1: up, bro? Hey, you're here live on the... Uh, oh. on On New Southern Heretics podcast, Tales from the Bilge. That's right. Michael Christ, live from South Georgia, caller. Mike, what's your question for Captain Toothless Thompson? Uh can you come pick me up in Gainesville?
0: (laughs) 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 Okay. (laughs) Pretty good. All right, bye. Where are you (laughs) going? I mean, I really don't know if he needs help. He said he'd be picked up at 4 o'clock. He's in Gainesville right now? <laughs> wow. All right. Caller number one. Jonas Strong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he didn't even stick around
0: A- for the Ashley, answer. A- Ashley, no. <laughs> Actually, no. that's caller number two. That's caller number two. <laughs> Damn. Um. Okay. Well, uh... I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> Hope he
1: makes it here. In fact, I didn't know he was like in
0: Gainesville Like I knew he was like No, he was in the bottom of Florida Yeah, I knew that He's he's here now Which is fun We just know he's alive and he's close Ladies and gentlemen We do love uh, Our fellow friend But damn, we thought he was a little bit closer (laughs) Uh. Son of a bitch Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm
1: Shit, man You wanna go, uh
0: we to test this kite out on, the, on the wind. I think we should, you know, just died down a little bit. It's not as vigorous as I thought it was, but we'll we'll try. It needs to really be blowing to get a good lift. Well, in case we don't uh, we don't pick this back up,
1: where can people um, actually, if they want to hire you for an excursion, mm, mm. where where can they? Uh, That's where, a good question. Where can they
0: look into that? I ain't got social media because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but. <laughs> I'll take you anywhere you want to go, and I'll get you there safely. Because safety is my number one priority, ladies and gentlemen. Safety first. Fun second, third, and fourth, and fifth. But, OpenOceanExploration at gmail.com. That is OpenOceanExploration at gmail.com. I answer it randomly, seldomly. (laughs) So, if you want to plan a trip, make sure you uh, book it. Many months in advance. So you've got a better ratio of me actually reading it. But uh, that's OpenOcean at uh, exploration at gmail.com. That's it. Hell yeah. Thompson, thank you so much for coming on our show. it's been a pleasure. Fuck yeah, dude. It's
1: it's been a good thing. Hell yeah, man. Thank you, son. Hell yeah, dude. See you out there. Later, y'all.